1: Are Locked On 49ers. Your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This Thursday edition of Locked On 49ers Game Day Edition brought to you by mybookie.ag, you play, you win. You get paid. Use the promo code Locked On at mybookie.ag. And we're still giving away PFF Edge memberships here on Locked On 49ers. One per week. I do have a winner to announce. I'm going to wait till Nick jumps on with me. We're going to announce that winner. Thanks everybody who has been rating and reviewing over at iTunes. We're going to keep this going. Giving away one PFF Edge membership that has a value of $39.99. One per week. So everybody who has been rating and reviewing, you are still in the mix going forward. And for anyone else who wants to get in on this PFF Edge giveaway, just go to iTunes, rate and review the show and drop your Twitter handle in there so I know who to contact if you are a winner. You can find me on Twitter at BDPeacock, email the show, any questions or comments anytime at LockedOn49ers at Gmail. We are streaming not only on iTunes, but on Spotify and just about everywhere else you can find podcasts, including LockedOn49ers.com. All right, injury report from Wednesday's practice, which wasn't really a practice. It was a walkthrough. Reuben Foster's still out with that high ankle sprain, although he has removed his walking boot. So out of the walking boot, John Lynch saying he's a freak athlete and a freak healer. So he might be back sooner than we thought, but uh, definitely not back this week. I would be surprised if he's back next week, but maybe we start seeing Reuben Foster back in action around week five or so. Uh, Eric Reed still out with his knee injury from last week. Questionable are Jaquaski Tart and Jimmy Ward. Both those guys look like they're on track to be the starters at strong and free safety, respectively. George Kittle, still questionable with his hip injury, which is minor. I expect all those guys to play. And a new name added to the injury report Eli Harold looks like he might have hurt his foot in practice this week. He's listed as questionable, so it sounds like all those guys will play in Tart, Ward, Kittle, and Eli Harold. So the only two guys out are Reuben Foster and Eric Reed. Nick is going to join me in just a moment, but I want to remind you guys about bus.com if you're headed down to Levi's Stadium either today or any other Sunday, bus.com has your travel covered with coach buses, They're air-conditioned coach buses, bathrooms on board, you can drink on board, you can bring all your tailgate gear, you can bring everything you need to have a good time at the at the ball game and uh, store everything you need to store during the game on the bus. So that's a cool feature there. Bring your friends. You can download the app and invite your friends to come along with you. Put puts you in contact with other riders, puts you in contact with the bus.com team from the app. You can request a new route or stop. So if there's a ton of riders at bus.com and this thing continues to grow, it just launched this season here in week one, uh, they will, I'm sure, be adding routes, and you can request a route if you're coming from a place that does not have bus.com. Uh, coming your way, which is right now from San Francisco to Levi's Stadium. And there is one stop in between in San Mateo. So you can take it from San Francisco to Levi's or San Mateo to Levi's Stadium. 49 com is where you can find the 49ers bus. And bus.com has an exclusive discount code for Locked On 49ers listeners. That promo code is LOCKEDON49ERS. All one word. It's good for 15% off of your ticket. Use promo code at checkout. Locked on Forty ers Head on over to 49ers.bus.com
0: Nicholas Winkler, come on down.
1: All right, what's happening, Nick? How you doing, buddy?
0: Hey, I mean, you know, after uh, week two there, that was a that was a brutal game, man. I know it's you know many many days later, but I haven't really gotten to to speak my mind here. I've mm-hmm. been in dad mode, so I you know I, my my kids could care less at this point <laughs> what what I have to tell them about about Forty Niners, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a winnable game, you know, and it was just another time of like Goodwin dropping, yet another momentum-killing pass, and, you know, the defense just got tired, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again, man, I wish Russell Wilson was on a different team, because he's so much fun to watch, and it's just so frustrating as a 49er family, like, oh, they got him, and it's like, boom, greased pig, you know, like, yep. slips right through the fingers, and then he's running for a first down, or throwing a go-ahead, eventual game-winning touchdown, and yeah, man, it, it was brutal. And, you know, the defense looked great up until that, that final quarter. You know, they just looked tired at that point. And, you know, you you said it um, a little bit on Monday's show. You just mentioned it real quick, but you were giving out game balls. And I feel like Quan Williams really deserved one. I, I saw him so much mm-hmm. on that field. Early on, I had to be like, oh, who's 24? Oh, Quan. Oh, okay. And then I just saw him all day 24, 24. And, and I saw 53 a lot. And so that was good to see, too. So, like, a lot of bright spots came out of that game. It was an L, but we, we knew it was going to be an L. So, you know, to me, it's like it, 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 there's definitely a bright side to that game. There's an upside. There, there's if the offense can put anything together, you know, they, they win that football game.
1: I totally agree, and good call on Quan. He he definitely deserved a call out, and I I I, I don't really have any rules for my game balls. I, I was trying to give out maybe three, so they went to Hyde and Robert Sala and uh, DeForest Buckner. If you all guys deserved. didn't hear that, yeah, all deserved, But Kwan really, Williams actually would be next in line. He absolutely deserved it, and really the. Robert's solid game ball was sort of for the whole defense because they did right. show up and they only allowed the Seahawks on their turf to score 12 points. And they gave the offense a chance to win the game. The offense could not get it done. So if the defense continues to play like that, I mean, it, it could be – well, if, what's, if the offense continues to play like that and the defense continues to play like that, it's going to be a, a very frustrating season. But if the offense can do something and the defense holds, now we're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking about a team that could put together a string of wins and be in a lot of football games. And I think that's why, and that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with what I was talking about, running the ball. Yeah. Is those two things, you know, the defense and running the ball, keeping things close, go hand-in-hand. Hand. Um, I know, you know it's
0: early in the season, but, I mean, Carlos Hyde's averaging seven yards a carry. Right, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: he's feeding <laughs> the ball. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I understand why Kyle Shanahan is not doing it, as running as much as I would necessarily right. like, and he's looking for matchups and – Sure. but uh yeah at some point you kind of gotta abandon the game plan and just go with what's working but yeah it's... yeah this,
0: this guy's tearing through the defense let's keep giving it to him and they they're passing it to him too i mean it's it's a uh, it's fun to see Hyde out there doing you know really flashing his, his excellence on the field and mm-hmm. I, I feel like you know this is this is a winnable game on thursday and you know it's it's against the rams that it seems like the only team the 49ers can beat over the last couple seasons so you know here we go guys this is this is the true test I think uh, of the 49ers season they drop this game at home and it's it's a much better Rams team we, we all know that but you know if they, if they drop this at home even though it's a short week I think then you start getting a little bit sad you know looking forward
1: right <laughs> yeah and it's and I've mentioned before that I think it's Brian Hoyer's last guaranteed start I don't yes. think the 49ers or Shanahan or anybody really wants to go to Bethard and i don't want the 49ers to go to bethard yet and i don't think bethard is the answer either a lot of fans You're are right. thinking oh put bethard in there it's like i don't think Bethard's just going to magically come in and the 49ers are going to start reeling off 10 wins in a row or anything you know it's not and there's a reason bethard's not the starter already Right. So, and
0: you know, to Hoyer's defense, I mean, Carolina, Seattle, those are some brutal defenses to start yes. of the season, and you you know, your first game in a new offense and with a bunch of new players and uh, you know, a, a spotty offensive line. So, you know, he's definitely had some some cards stacked against him. But yeah, I mean, here we go. Here, here here's your last shot. I mean, not not your last shot, but I mean, you prove something. Show show something. Goodwin, catch a ball. Come on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like just just make one of those big plays happen. Show show enough to where they don't have to make a change on offense. Because and look, if Goodwin keeps dropping balls, and I love Goodwin, and I think he deserves to be in there, and and I think he's going to break out one of these games, and they're going to hit one of those, uh, or or multiple of those big plays. You know, but uh, if he doesn't show something, then you you know put some of the other guys in there as well. So people are clamoring for CJ and for Hoyer. Uh, you would start to see some other wide receivers in there for. For Goodwin as well if he's not gonna if he's not gonna play big on sundays and he or thursdays because he was he looked really good in the preseason and he didn't right. drop anything that i saw so i think it's just one of those things the offense is just not quite clicking in the past game uh they're gonna have to in my opinion go run heavy and beat some people up and play that sort of that type of game and, and stay close and then hopefully hit something maybe get some big plays on special teams you know um but without a passing game it's you're not they're not going to th- and the defense isn't going to be that good every week the defense right. is going to give up some points and the the offense is going to have to show up so yeah that that's that's a big key here coming up in, in this last game is any other takeaways from that Seattle game uh before we before we sort of move on and start looking forward
0: no i mean you said it that you know the de- the offense needs to stay on the field just to give the defense a break <laughs> we need we need them fresh in the fourth quarter and and it, you know that is too Tough defenses in a row, and the Rams aren't aren't an easy defense either. So you know this is this is no, no cakewalk this week. And uh, no, I mean looking forward, you know we we all saw it. We we know that that was a winnable game. That one slipped through their fingers. That they're going to look back and say, oh man, that we should we should have had that game. Uh, but you know, time to move forward. Time to look at the Rams. Time to to see uh, they can shut down Jared Goff. And, and you know, Gurley's looked a lot better too. So it's definitely going to be a, a real big test.
1: And one thing I will say actually about and. Kyle was a little bit candid about Kyle Yuschek because he came in with that tag of OW, offensive weapon, rather than fullback. Right, And then you heard Kyle Shanahan talking about it. Someone was asking about, hey, you know, maybe uh, you haven't used Kyle Yuschek that much, run the ball, but he's blocking well. And Kyle's like, yeah, we, why would I run with my fullback? That's not what fullbacks do. So <laughs> I think we can go back to calling Yuschek a fullback. Rather than an offensive weapon, and I think people can safely drop him from their fantasy leagues, I think in some deeper leagues, people were hoping for a lot of catches and, and maybe some goal line carries for use check, and he still might get some of those things, but he's still he's a fullback, and a good fullback. There was uh, two big runs, and he made massive blocks. There was the long Carlos Hyde, 61-yarder, and he was right front and center. completely blew uh, the DB he was trying to contain out there on the edge on that play out of there. And then, of course, Laken Tomlinson and Joe Staley on the left side uh, had great blocks to, to open that wide open for for Carlos Hyde on a little counter play. That was a pretty cool play design, actually. And then another run later with Brita. I saw a, a little clip, and um, people were talking about it on, on Twitter. And I went back to watch the game the second time, and, yeah, and I was looking for him. And he was huge on, on a lot of those run plays. Uh, great lead blocks there, just completely... One was one was taken out of DB, which you would expect him to bury. But another one was he was going head up on a defensive lineman and just crushed him and, and opened up a wide open lane for Matt Breed up the middle. So, yeah, use check might not be collecting stats and he might not be a fantasy asset and he might not be catching a ton of balls or running the ball. But he's a very good fullback. So I, I'm glad to have him on the team. And I think he's an absolute asset, even if he's not putting up statistics.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely uh, he's playing really well and he's a fullback and he's doing what fullbacks do. And, you know. I love fullbacks. So for, yeah. if someone, you know, if if there was a forty-four jersey out there, maybe I'd look into it.
1: Exactly, former fullback yourself, so you know what it's like. Although you used to run the ball, you used to tote the rock a little bit, right?
0: I did. I toted the rock quite a bit. We we ran a lot. We didn't pass a whole lot.
1: Which uh, I would I would love the uh, the forty niners to maybe use a little bit of Nick Winkler's high school offense. Maybe going yeah, if they could call,
0: <laughs> I could just draw it up for him. It's pretty simple.
1: Yeah, uh, fullback dive, ready, break.
0: Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we run it running the 32 again, guys, just well, the 32.
1: And that's the other thing, and Kyle Shanahan mentioned it when the reporter asked him about why they didn't run the ball more, and he said, you know, we, don't, we didn't have enough plays. We'd love to run the ball yeah. more. And I think some of the use check stuff, they probably do have some deep wrinkles in this offense and some things we haven't seen yet that they don't have the ability to run because they're going three and out, and they're not converting on. You know, if you have a 12-play drive, you can start playing around a little bit and pulling out some plays. But uh, even when they did drive down the field, it was because of – Carlos Hyde 61 yarder. It wasn't because they were, you know, getting full back uh, first down after first down and marching down the field or anything like that. So, yeah, a lack of plays will be huge. You right. might get to see some some fun stuff in Kyle Shan's offense once he gets a chance to to utilize it. I don't know, have fun with it maybe, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just
0: yeah, smile on the sideline It would be nice to
1: see. Yeah, instead of those three and outs and they pan back to him. And we've 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 had a lot of really angry coach shots on the sideline <laughs> for the 49ers, even dating back to because Jim Harbaugh was angry. Yeah. He was angry when they were winning, so he was. Angry khakis, yeah. He had some of the greatest shots of him on the sideline, freaking out, throwing his headset, yelling at the refs, and uh, haven't seen a lot of smiling from Kyle Shanahan yet. And then, sort of, Chip Kelly's demeanor wasn't really to be animated on the sideline, but you could just at see all. that frustration and that level of, well, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do now, <laughs> kind of look on his face. Oregon. What's going on? And then Tom Sula is just, you know, Tom Sula. You, you uh, love Tom Sula. I wish Jimmy. he was. I wish he could still be around as a defensive line coach, but unfortunately, uh, yeah, he he, had, <laughs> he made a lot of money. Yeah. You know, he made a lot of money with his uh, short stint as a head coach, but he's a D-line coach and a darn good one, and uh, unfortunately not for the 49ers anymore.
0: Right. So, yeah, let's look forward, man. <laughs> let's, let's start talking Rams.
1: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so – Let's see. Actually, before we get to the cover three and and look ahead here, I want to talk about my bookie. Nick, I don't know. You're not much of a gambling guy, right? You're a big fantasy guy and you you play fantasy for money. But do you do the the gambling thing? Do you like to bet on sports?
0: Oh, definitely. Okay, I'm all about parlays. And oh, yeah, man.
1: Have you tried the my bookie app? Have you tried the my bookie mobile yet? Because it's pretty slick situation.
0: I'm downloading it right now.
1: Okay, good. Yeah, download that. And there's a little promo code for you that I'll tell you guys about. But, yeah, there's a lot of online sports books out there. There's some options. You know, mybookie.ag, though, is the one that I recommend. Gets my stamp of approval. And I've checked it out since uh, they became a sponsor here of the Locked On Podcast Network. They've been in the business for a long time. And the rep is rock solid. They do 100% cash bonuses. And I'll talk more about that in a second, which is huge from mybookie. So right off the bat, you're making money for doing nothing. And they have the fastest payouts just two business days, which is awesome. So when you win, you get paid. It's no different from betting in a Las Vegas casino or whatever. But you can do it right from your smartphone. And mybookie.ag is the place to place your bets. Tell them I sent you by using this promo code: locked on. One word: locked on. Get over there and get the best odds anywhere. You play, you win, you get paid. Go over to mybookie.ag promo code locked on for up to one hundred percent, up to a thousand dollars. Bonus for whatever you deposit, up to 100%, up to $1,000 for cash bonus when you use the promo code Locked On MyBookie.ag. Yeah, great deal. Fantastic. So let's see here. Um, looking ahead. I talked about, I don't know if you heard yesterday's episode yet. It was with... Brad Motter, who is Locked On Rams host. And so we kind of looked at some different matchups and some different things. So I wanted to ask you what what the matchups you were looking forward to, what some of the keys maybe you, you thought would be something that the 49ers either would have to win to win the game or something that the 49ers could lose that would hurt them on Thursday.
0: I mean, it's Aaron Donald, right? I mean, you gotta you got to contain that guy. You got to make sure he's not putting pressure on Hoyer all day and Hoyer can actually have a little bit of time to, to pass the ball and, you know, Hyde obviously is going to be solid. Uh, I'm not too worried about him going forward. For me, it's really just containing that defensive line of the Rams. I feel like that's probably their strong point. And, uh, and, and if they can give Hoyer some time in the pocket and he can read a defense and actually deliver the ball on time, you know, it was wet in Seattle too. I mean, you know, we can give him give him a little bit of a break there, but – yeah, I mean, come Thursday night, it's not going to be wet in Santa Clara. And if, cool. if they can't shut down, if they can't at least bump Aaron Donald, knock him off his route a little bit, there's sh- straight towards the quarterback, then it's going to be
1: a long night. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And nobody's really brought that up about that probably suppressing both offenses. Last Sunday was the rainy conditions in Seattle. Sure. Um, yeah, for sure. It was, yeah, that, it was
0: wet, man, the whole time.
1: I think the 49ers are lucking out playing the Rams early in that Aaron Donald sat out the entire offseason and preseason so he's still sort of getting up to speed and then his the first game he played was last week and then now he's because he was inactive in week one he showed up basically the day before the season started and right. so you know he, he definitely wasn't uh brad on yesterday's show was talking about how yeah he definitely wasn't in mid-season form yet and then so his g- second game is you know he gets one more practice day basically and then a walkthrough on the short week so he might not be on, you know, pumping on all cylinders yet, which is good for the 49ers. And that interior offensive line is where that's where he's going to be. And that's where the 49ers have been weak so far mm-hmm. this season. But uh, Lakin Tomlinson looking a lot better than Zane Beatles. So that's a bonus. And then yeah, there's a lot of other good players on that defensive line and linebacker. I mean, they have a good defense. So the 49ers sure. right out of the gate, and that's one of the things I'll give Brian Hoyer is like, look, it's, we've the 49ers have played some tough defenses, and, and this is the third one in a row. The, the Rams do have a pretty good defense, and if Aaron Donald is ready to play, if he came to play and he's back, then uh, that's going to be a really tough matchup because he's one of the two best defensive linemen in football with uh, JJ Watt.
0: Yeah, and you don't want him to get right against you. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to be like, oh, yes. and that's the game where Aaron Donald found it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Great point. Great point. And they've got good – and here's the other thing. They've got Tremaine Johnson, who's one of the better corners sure. in the league. So if he's locking down Pierre Garçon – And why Mar- wouldn't you? You'd be right. like, yeah, hey, throw it to Goodwin all day. It's fine. Yeah, Marquise, you got to step up. and and. Yeah but they have some that that's where the the rest of their secondary is something that I think the 49ers could feast on. So this is where Hoyer needs to get right, Marquise Goodwin needs to get right. They need to hit some big plays and then the 49ers need to continue to run the ball and if the D mm-hmm. shows up like they have been all season, uh, I think you got something. That that's the recipe for victory to me.
0: I think it'd be interesting to too to see how many people show up to Levi's Stadium on Thursday night.
1: I th- I mean, come on, primetime game. It's a Thursday, yeah. so people love to go out early, get off of work early Thursday. You know, Thursday's the new Friday, and then right. Wednesday has become the new Thursday. I've noticed a lot of people out on Wednesdays. Have you noticed that? Um, maybe it's just because I'm living in the city, and I'm kind of in the so thick of it. I think you're
0: talking to dad over here. I don't go out <laughs> much on Wednesdays.
1: But, yeah, so, and then now Tuesdays is going to become the new Wednesday. So, basically, <laughs> so it's... Sunday's the new Saturday? And then Monday minute. was already the, like, hair of the dog Monday Night Football. So, basically, right. it's just become every day.
0: So, just no Tuesdays anymore. But
1: now it's dead on Friday.
0: Yeah, that's weird. You know, I, I just, you know, week one wasn't the best turnout there at, at Levi's, and now they're 0-2, and, and, you know, it's a short week. It's Thursday traffic in, in the Santa Clara area is always horrible. I hope they show up. I hope I hope the Faithfuls out there, they're proud, they're they're loud, and uh, and they get behind this 49er team. And I hope the 49ers give them something to cheer about, too, you know, get, score a
1: touchdown already. Well, that's, that's the way you put the butts in the seats. I mean, every, yeah. a lot is made about, you know, maybe getting something in there to put a little shade on one side of the stadium on some of those hot days and uh you gotta win if you start yeah. winning people will go crazy
0: yeah and it's one thing if it's on a Sunday you know and you got red zone at home and you would rather stay home and, and watch all of the games including the 49ers it's Thursday night there's nothing else going on you know get get out
1: there mm-hmm. and it's still a new stadium a new vibe and so the 49ers haven't won there yet you know they, they haven't had a good team in that stadium yet you thought they were going to be right out of the gate and then that was sort of the end and, and the destruction of the Harbaugh era. And then everything came crashing down. So once they start winning, and then you have, and they're still adding to that stadium and adding some character to it. And then it'll be, you know, it'll have a soul and it'll have a life of its own. And people will be used to going to the stadium. So they've got to rebuild that. You know, it was a long time yeah. in Candlestick. And I've been to Candlestick many, many times for both baseball and football. And I still haven't gone down to Levi Stadium. And I haven't felt that compelling, you know, aside from just, you know, wanting to go see some football. I haven't been like dude I got to take off and I work Sundays which hurts. But uh you know I, I got to take off work. I got to get down to Levi's Stadium and see this team play football. I don't I haven't had that. And so that's what the 49ers need to do is is grab that. Grab the fan base by the throat and say, "Look, this is a tough ticket to get now cuz everyone wants to see this team cuz they're fun to watch."
0: Right. And you know the the best way to do that is to beat a divisional opponent. Absolutely. And you got that chance Thursday night Rams coming in. Yeah, I mean it's just execute that's, that's all you need to do. You need to catch the balls. You need to run the ball. You need to stop on defense. It's basic football. It's one-on-one. And, you know, and hopefully they can, they can put it all together.
1: It's one foot in front of the other. And this is yeah, that first it. step. Go win. Go beat a division opponent at home. Yep. Do it. All right. Cover three. You ready? Yeah, let's roll. All right. Let's start with Jamie. Uh, how has Harold looked in games so far to you? Never seem to hear his name or see him really do anything.
0: Yeah, it's really funny. When I was reading that tweet... Right when he asked the question, I hadn't finished it. I'm like, wait, I don't really know. And then, and then I read the rest of it. I'm like, yeah, I agree. When do you hear Eli Harold's name said?
1: I've been critical of Eli Harold, and that's yeah. pretty much why. And he's yeah. not a bad player, except that he's not good at the thing you need to do the best at his position. If you're gonna be, you know, <laughs> he's what I mean? not
0: good at his job.
1: <laughs> no, I mean he can set the edge against the <laughs> run, but you can find guys that can do that. And he plays hard. Even physically, you would think he would be better because he's athletic, and you know. So I like the guy, I like the player. He practices hard. The coaches obviously like him enough to where they let uh, Ahmad Brooks go and, and let him have the starting job. But he does not get after the quarterback enough. He never has. He didn't even do that in college. Even though you, you looked at his combine numbers and you thought, man, he's you know he's he's got a motor and he's got the athleticism. You know, you can coach up a, a pass rusher here, but he didn't affect the quarterback and the pass game, the opposing passing game in college. And he has not done that in the pros, and that's just the guy he is. And so, to me, he's a backup type of player. He doesn't impact the game as a pass rusher, which you need to do if you're coming off the edge. So, yeah, I mean, that's who Eli Harold is. He's not a bad player. He plays hard. He sets the edge against the run, and he can play some special teams, too. So he's a good team guy, but not a great pass rusher. So the 49ers, if they lose Elvis Dumerville eventually, he's at the end of his career. Aaron Lynch, don't know where he's at. Uh, The you know he's he's he got to play finally in week two and made an impact. He's easily their right. best pass rusher, I think. But that's that's one position is that athletic, either strong side linebacker or Leo edge rush type player. They're gonna they're gonna need to draft that player of the future. That's that that super athletic outside edge rusher because they still don't have that despite spending first round picks the last three years on defensive linemen.
0: Yeah, and maybe it's uh, you know a, a point where they or a spot where they decide to spend a you know a ton of that cap money that they've got next season on a a free agent.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of ways they can go with the cap. You spend cap on quarterback, maybe wide receiver, then draft Mm -hmm. the other positions or vice versa. You go you know, spend money on a pass rusher and then you draft some young players on offense. But there's going to be an absolutely uh, huge need and I think a huge push by the 49ers to address the offense in the offseason. Last season was still about building the defense I think and then getting some workable pieces on offense but they're going to spend some high caliber money or draft picks on the offense I think in 2018
0: yeah well said man
1: all right how about oh by the way Thomas Thomas is our PFF Edge giveaway subscription winner so he got a PFF Edge subscription Thomas I'll be in contact with you Uh, he is via Twitter at ThomasD148 so congrats Thomas and he actually got in on this cover three so yeah be active in uh, Locked On 49ers podcast you can win things and we're going to keep that PFF Edge giveaway going once every week, so I guess uh, we'll give that away with you, Nick, every week, and, and we'll we'll pick a winner. And, I like it. Uh, yeah, at random, of course, and uh, give away a PFF Edge subscription that's worth thirty nine ninety nine for the year. Thomas gets it for free, so Thomas, I'll be in contact with you. And he had a question here on the cover three. He says, "Who has the better Color Rush Unis? What would you change about either team's uniforms? If people haven't seen those yet, Niners going with the all black." And Rams are doing all yellow.
0: Yeah, I think they both look fantastic. I'm looking at them right now. You know me, I love that black with the 49ers. I think I never want them to wear it on a Sunday afternoon at Santa Clara. But yeah, night games, yeah, bust them out.
1: I am not a fan of the color rush uniforms most of the time. I think these are two of the better ones in the league, though. Right. And I don't know why the Rams, It's because sometimes it looks like, I mean, who was it that it was the ketchup and mustard game? Yeah, that was, was gross.
0: It was like the Bucks or something. Yeah,
1: and it was just awful. And so yeah. I, I like the 49ers go black because it's one of the least hideous things you can do if you're going to go all one color is do black, even though it's hard to read the numbers at times of, of who the players are. Um, it's but, funny for
0: me. The Rams, I feel like, are trying to get away from that yellow with the with the white you know, uh, ram horns now on their helmets and everything, and then they just have the tiny little yellow stripe on their unis. Yeah, now they're like, okay, we'll embrace it for the color rush.
1: Which I don't get either. I, I, yeah. do, I don't like the 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 horn being white on their helmet. I think yellow makes a lot more sense. Although maybe they're trying to go more like Dodgers blue and white because they're in LA again or something. Uh, get away from the yeah, yellow. makes sense. I don't know. I, I But yeah, I, when I associate Rams, I think of the, the yellow and the blue and not that mm-hmm. new gold weird crap that they did when they got good in the early two thousands. The right. old school Rams blue and yellow, man, simple. Um, so I, I usually tend to like the simple uniforms, the old classic unis, the ones that looked good 25 years ago and will look good 25 years from now. Those are the type Definitely. of uniforms I like. And uh so I'm not a fan of the color rush usually, but these are two of the better ones, I think.
0: Yep, with you hundred percent.
1: Let's see where we at. Nine oh four Niners Nation, who is always involved in the mailbag segment and uh always involved on Twitter as well. So uh thank you, nine oh four Niners Nation. Ward is questionable for tomorrow's game. What's the number of games he needs to play to remain in the forty ers plans going forward? What do oh, you think?
0: Oh man. Yeah, I mean, how do you invest a bunch of money in a guy who can't get on the field? I mean, when he's on the field, he looks fantastic. So, yeah, I mean, I think you got to do over half the games, right? I mean, at least 10, I'd say.
1: He is still signed through next year because they picked up his option as a first-round player. When you get, Most rookies get a four-year contract. First-rounders, mm-hmm. you get four years plus the team option for the fifth year. 49ers in the offseason a little bit after the draft, I think. Or what maybe, about
0: over a two-year span, then? Should we total so, it yeah, up? And so, he's got to play 20 games or something of the 32. Even that just is not a lot at all. But
1: you know what? He probably has to do something this year so they don't address the position even anyways in this offseason, knowing that he's going to become a free agent. Right. And they can always move him back to corner or something if they had a different safety. But I, I loved what I saw from Ward. Just out of the yeah. gate, playing fast. Robert Sala called him out in the press conference that, that he was looking fast, and he was. And he was hitting people. Uh, I li- I loved what I saw from Ward. And him coming back, he didn't come back too soon at all because now Reed's out, so Tart's going to have to play that strong safety spot. And I liked what I'd seen from Tart so far this season, too. He has really stepped up and looked like a starter for the first time in his career. So I'm, I'm okay with Ward and Tart back there. But to me, I think if, let's say, the 49ers wanted to re-sign Ward, say, this offseason before he reaches the last year of his deal, I think for me it would have to be he would have to play so many games in a row that you forget that he had an injury problem. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well said. Like like pretty much from here on out, because then you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, no, he just played 14 straight games. So who, cares? Yeah, even if you he's know, it's
0: questionable hard. and hobbled or whatever, but if he's out there and he's producing like he did on Sunday. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that you just you need to get block that part out, the injury part, because it, it, it means a lot when you can't get on the field, you can't help your team. You know, why, why should you get a long term contract if you can't play football
1: and we've seen players before get hurt, and so you don't know if it's just some bad luck and it's all just been this one injury and it was a bad hamstring tear obviously because it's taken a long time, and all this mm-hmm. questionable stuff isn't necessarily that he's hurt again it's just that they're being you know letting him be limited and and taking it easy on him during the week, so he is ready on on Sundays or on Thursday in this case so uh right. yeah unless he continues to get hurt and then has other injuries and you know gets gets knocked around a lot because he's not the biggest guy and he likes to play physical so I could see him you know still getting dinged up throughout the year. And if he does continue to get dinged up, I think you have to be like, well, he's not cut out to, to hold up in the NFL game. And, and some people aren't, um, yeah, as a former fullback, you know, you, you take some hits and you're like, eh, <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, another career choice might be smart.
0: Right. <laughs> right. After you get it bent backwards, you're like,
1: Oh, that's not very fun. Oh man. And seeing the way these guys hit each other in the NFL, I'm yeah. blown away that they even make it this far. Sometimes how, how do their bodies like these guys are already freaks to even get there and only be dinged up a little bit.
0: It's, it's unreal. The, yeah. These guys are uh are hell of an athlete, that's for sure, each each and every one of them. And it's funny, too, because we talk about a lot of these guys, like, oh, he's garbage. It's like, well, he's still one of the, you know, less than 1% in the world in the of world. people who right. play this game.
1: <laughs> I got an email that I've had in my mailbag since last week. He wanted to be on the uh, Cover 3 here with Nick Winkler, so I want to shoot this out to you. This is from Luis, one of our overseas listeners in... Braunschweig, Germany. I think I got it right. I don't know if he's Lewis or Luis. In California, this this would be pronounced Luis, but it might be Lewis if you're in Germany. I don't know. But he had a food question. We like to talk about food. I don't know if you're well versed in German food, but he said, "What is your favorite German food apart from bratwurst, of course?" And I'm kind of bummed that he didn't let me say bratwurst because that was going to be the first thing out of my mouth, obviously, when I heard that question. I love me some some bratwurst.
0: Yeah, for me, I mean, my brother actually lives in Vienna, so I, I'm well versed in uh oh, wow. in all things german and, and for me it's probably the versatile you know it's just like a, a beautiful sausage there's some that has cheese inside too it's like infused inside and they Ooh. hollow out a tiny little baguette and just stick it inside with a bunch of spicy mustard and ketchup and you know that's great you know you can't go wrong with a good schnitzel um i mean there's just so many good things that that uh that i've been introduced to over there that it's it's kind of hard for me to pinpoint just a couple of them i mean it's Oh, there's there's a great place too in in uh, there's a Hayes Valley there in the city. Supen Cooch. and Kitchen, I think. Soup and Cooch.
1: Yeah, that's it. Oh. oh man, that place is so good. Yeah, yeah. I've been to, i I've been there one time. I didn't eat any food. I've been to Schroeder's and had the Das Boot, which is uh, in North Beach, I believe it is. Uh, they've mm-hmm. been remodeled recently, so I'm not sure if it's even the same place anymore. But uh, I had a T-shirt because a bunch of us went in and drank boots, and whoever finished their boot first won a T-shirt. So I, I won a T-shirt. Uh, a boy, a boot of beer at Ed Schroeder's. But, uh, yeah, and I had the schnitzel, and I'd never had schnitzel before because I'm thinking, you know, you grow up in California, you get the wiener schnitzel, and, like, that's just a hot dog joint. It has nothing to do with what schnitzel is. For those of you who don't know, schnitzel is, like, it's a a pounded-out slab of of meat to, like, make it thin, and then it's pan-fried. So it's almost like a chicken-fried steak kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and it was battered, too.
1: Right, yeah. So, and it's really good. Um, One of the things, so I I looked up German food, and I was like, what what am I forgetting here? Because I wanted to answer this question. Uh, Pretzel. Pretzels are German. Oh
0: yeah. There you go.
1: You know what else? Goulash. I used to eat a lot of goulash when I was a kid. Which is I, I think can't say I've had goulash. Goulash is basically like uh, what hamburger helper is. Like noodles Uh-oh. and meat and like sauce kind of thing, you know. Right. Um, and of course like in America we love to take and and I, you mentioned that what was it called again? The sausage with the cheese inside?
0: Oh, no, the verstal.
1: Verstal, yeah. So, like, America just takes these ideas from other countries and then has, like, a weird, crappy American version of it. You know, like, I remember as a kid, there was those hot dogs and the sausages with cheese inside, which is basically yeah. what they're trying to replicate. And uh, goulash no, is the same exactly kind of thing. Right.
0: Oh, some spaetzle, too. It's oh, like spaetzle, a, yeah. a noodle
1: dish. Oh, man, that's so good. Yeah, same kind of idea as the as the goulash. How about toaster yeah. strudel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> German chocolate cake. I think I don't think that's actually German, but uh, and actually I'm not a fan of German chocolate cake because that's coconut in it, which which you know the
0: you sauerkraut know. over there tastes a lot different oh, too. Dude. It's not as not as sour. It's delicious.
1: Bratwurst with mustard sauerkraut is like that's that's my kind of dog. Because I'm not a hot dog guy, but if I'm going to eat a sausage in a bun, I want a brat with mustard and mm-hmm. sauerkraut. That's where it's at.
0: Yeah, there you go. Anything spicy, I'm in.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Luis, we need some of your suggestions because I'm not sure. I- I'm not as well-versed out of the inside track like Nick does. And so, yeah, feel free to email back and let us know your favorite stuff, your favorite German dishes and beer, of course, is obviously, I think, the number one German import, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's it's get tough, out of here.
0: Man. Yeah, let's go with Niners, huh?
1: Thanks, everybody, for your... Game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a big one. It's a, it's a little bit of a barometer here. I think the 49ers have played a couple t- tough teams first. The only team the 49ers have beaten since 2015 is the Rams, so they got to keep that going if they want to get uh, off the schneid And how about score a touchdown, huh? Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah, if
0: nothing else, at least look good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know,
0: show up on offense and defense. And if you lose a tough one, that, you know, that's acceptable. This is a rebuilding phase, but, you know, give us some good football. Give us something to throw our hands up in the air about.
1: That's right. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for getting those Cover 3 questions in. This edition of Locked On 49ers brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Get into all the action with MyBookie, where they will match your deposit up to 100% deposit bonus. Use the promo code Locked On. Hit me up on Twitter at BDPeacock. Nick is at Bay Area Wink. Lockedon49ers.com We're everywhere. We'll talk to you after the game. Actually, it's probably going to be Monday. I don't think I'm going to get a rapid react in on Friday, so might be until Monday where we, we have a, a not-so-rapid reaction on this uh, Week 3 contest, Thursday Night Football. We will talk to you guys then on Locked On 49ers.
0: See ya!